Hey, Joe, what, how, much, how many conversations, serious conversations did you guys have about players on your roster or on other rosters, and why did you end up standing pat? No, it felt good about where we are. Um, obviously, there's a lot of phone calls that happen on days like this. You know, we had a lot of calls coming in today for obviously a lot of players, but listen, there's some foundational pieces that we're definitely looking to build with in this program. We're happy with the way our players are working right now. We're happy with the progress they're making. So this is a position right here that, you know, we want to keep building with this team right here. You know, we want to keep building with the guys we have. We have a lot of confidence in the guys we have. And, you know, their hard work is paying off. So there are a lot of calls that come in. Obviously, guys looking to fill, you know, positions they have of need. Um, but for us, we're not looking to go ahead and make anyone else's roster for them. Zach. And Joe, I know last night you were asked about uh, Golden saying throwing me the ball when he yelled into the camera after the touchdown. And I'm sure you're aware about today, his uh, wife posted some stuff on social media uh, saying that he, she, she doesn't think he's been getting the ball enough. I'm just curious if you've had any conversation with Golden about if he's concerned about his role or if he's frustrated, like and what, what kind of the, the context of that? No, I haven't actually. Uh, last night after the press conference when that was brought to me, I didn't see any players after that. They're all really out of the locker room by the time I get done with that. And then to be honest with you, just walking down the stairs to this right here, Pat Hanley kind of brought me up a speed a little bit on some of the uh, the deals you're referring to with the social media. I hadn't had a chance to look at any of that at this point. Um, I'll do that at some point tonight. It's been a very busy night and a very busy day between reviewing Tampa Bay, moving on to Washington, and then having some you know league business in terms of people calling about players and things of that nature. So uh, it's been a very busy, you know, whatever you want to call it, 18 hours, and uh, it's far from done right now. So. Uh, I'm not overly familiar with all the details that right there, Zach. So I'll make sure I get you know fluid in that before I can move forward. With anything with, with Golden though, I mean, how 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 would you assess how he has uh, played for you guys this season? I know his numbers are obviously down from what it's been in the past, but what, what what have you made of his season? Yeah, obviously he's made some big catches for us in the last few games. So you know, Golden's you know battled through some injuries. He's a tough dude. He's come to work every day in his work. So you know, again, you know, we can only ask a guy to you know make production when it's in the situation where the ball comes his way. So. I think our office has done a really good job. Look at the numbers from the last few games. We're getting the ball spread around to a lot of different targets, having a lot of production from different guys. That's always our goal, to involve everyone at the game. Um, I want to make sure that we create scenarios where different guys have focus and you know, different plays that we can get them the ball. But uh, you know, hey, look, I think Jason's done a good job calling the offense and they're moving in the right direction. Thanks. Tom Canavy. Hey, Joe, how you doing? Good, Tom's going. Um, You've talked about you seeing progress and, you know, there's obviously some mistakes and penalties and things like that. But if that gets eliminated, do you see this as a group that's going to start winning games? Yeah, well, I think the, the first thing is just you've got to eliminate the mistakes, give yourself a chance to win, Tom. So within that sense, the question you asked, yeah, we have to start doing things in that position, eliminating these mistakes to reap the rewards of our hard work. Uh, but I see this team, you know, making a lot of progress. I see being close, obviously, in a lot of situations. Close isn't good enough in this business. We got to keep pushing forward and get the results that we're working for. But it starts with limiting those mistakes. Thank you. Hey, Joe. Back to Golden for one second. What is his role right now? I mean, this is a guy who's probably doing something a little different than he's done in the past. I think he played like 54% of the snaps yesterday, pretty much the same the week before. This is a guy who who's used to playing a lot throughout his career, to be quite frank. Yeah, his role is the same as every player on our team. You know, show up to work hard, put the team first, and when you're, you know, have the ball come your way, to make a play on it. If you're not involved with the ball directly at you, to block, help the quarterback or defense players, to make sure we play our leverage, tackle, and get the team off the field. So, 
look, put the team first whenever you're asked to do. If you catch 10 balls, great. If you catch one ball, that's great too. On the other plays within the game, do everything you can to help the team. That's everybody's role. And also, I'm sure you got a chance to go look back at the tape. Uh, what did you see when you, when you saw those two interceptions from Daniel? Well, I think there's a number of things we have to clean up on both plays. So nothing's ever one person's fault. It kind of starts with, you know, we got to make sure as coaches we keep making the right calls. I think Jason's done a really good job of that right now with the offense of changing some things up and giving our offense a chance to really be multiple and move the ball around. We got to make sure we keep continuing on protecting better. And then ball security across the board's got to be an emphasis. So we got to all raise our level of play. Hey, Joe, uh, with regard to Daniel, um, I mean, obviously there's been so much good uh, to go along with the mistakes. And I, I know you were, you were uh, very adamant last night about him remaining a quarterback for obvious reasons. I'm just wondering, has there been any talk with you and Jason um, about potential benefit of sitting him for a game for him just to kind of, you know, maybe take a step back and, uh, you know, maybe this gains more clarity or whatever. Sometimes that helps guys. No. Thank you. Dougie. Uh, Joe, I wonder what your thought was on, um, on Shane. Now that you got a chance to watch uh, the film and, and then like, is there a point where you want to get all those rookies in the lineup full time or, you know, how is the panel going with that? No, I want to play everybody. So, Look, when Will gets back, I plan on playing all three of those guards. Shane got in last night. He definitely had, you know, a good first job out there and moving around, getting caught up with some things. There's some things to clean up with Shane, obviously, but I'll tell you what, the level of competitiveness he plays with, some nasty, uh, definitely gave some juice in there. You know, look, you line up your first snap in the NFL, and, you know, you're seeing a Dominican Sue across me right there. Like, that's a welcome to the NFL, buddy. Uh, but this guy didn't blink it in shy away from anything. You know, he really answered the bell for us. So, Look, as far as the guard position, we plan on playing all three of those guys. All right, tackle position, same thing. Keep rolling all three of those guys and making sure that everyone's gaining experience and staying fresh as much as we could. And I say all the time, guys, I plan on everyone who goes to the game playing for us, and uh, that's not just lip service. And then sort of like a technical question in your special teams wheelhouse with the uh, the punt return, you had kind of the, the funky alignment with no returners. What, what goes into that? Yeah, it's just a situational call. We feel it's best for the team. I mean, there's times you want to put pressure on an opponent. And there's times you want to have more of like a max return type of look. Last night, we thought it was good to put pressure on this opponent. You know, it really paid off. It was a 33-yard punt. So whether you're getting a 50-yard punt with a 17-yard return or a 33-yard punt, the net's the net. So we were able to go ahead and produce some field position off of pressure right there. So that's something I've done through my career. Uh, you know, Tom and T-Mac do a really good job of scheming up opponents, really looking into it. We have great conversations and bounce ideas off each other. We thought this was an opportunity this week that that's something that could fit in the game plan and uh, really come out and play aggressive with it. Thanks. Take three more. Dunleavy, Tom Rock, and Pat Leonard. Dunleavy. Joe, you, can you hear me now? Yep, gotcha. All right. I know Zach asked about Golden. My question, it falls under that purview. How, how can you, I mean, I guess in today's world, social media and whatnot, how, how responsible do you hold players for things that their brothers or their fathers or their wives say? Like, they, your player didn't say it. But how much do you talk to them about the people around them and what they say? Yeah, I'm not going to get too particular in terms of all those answers right now. We talk to our players a lot about, you know, responsibility on social media. Um, it's definitely a different platform than it was, I'd say, you know, you go back 10, 15 years. Um, look, we're very, we're very specific about keeping some things off the social media in terms of how it reflects to the New York Giants and organizationally. Uh, that being said, Guys obviously have their own platforms for different reasons. Some guys use it professionally in terms of 
marketing. Some guys use it socially. Some guys use it to stay connected to friends, whatever it is. It's definitely just something that's become, you know, part of society now. Um, but we talk to our players on a regular basis about their use of social media. And I don't think we ever asked you, but you joined Twitter like a month ago. What made you do that? Well, you know what? We just talked organizationally and, uh, you know, with our PR department, uh, community services and all, we just thought it was a good way to really kind of get out some of the messages, the message of some of the things that team of teams are doing throughout the communities. So that's really it right there. I'm not really going to be posting too many uh, pictures of what I'm having for dinner and stuff like that. But, you know, if there's something worthwhile putting on there, we will. Thanks, Jeff. I'm Rob. Joe, you're halfway, halfway through the season. What do you need to see in these next eight games from Daniel that you that will prevent you from going into this offseason looking to improve that quarterback position either through the draft or free agency or, or any other way? I know you're sticking with him now. What, what do you need to see from him? Yeah, I need to see the same thing from every coach and every player, and that's continued improvement in everything we're doing, period. So it doesn't matter who you are with a new organization over this next second half of the season. I expect to see a raised level of coaching and a raised level of playing. And what did you see from, I'm sorry, what, what did you see from uh, uh, Carter Coughlin got some work there and, and Cam Brown too. They they seemed like they were paired up together and, and, and doing some things. Yeah, they played in a couple packages for us last night on defense, uh, really kind of some more of the third down packages right there. I think, you know, what Cam Brown's really developing, what he has is a good pass rush skill set. And there's some things that we're kind of exposing him to that are new to him, so we're giving to him a little bit of small dose right now. But look, he's a guy that's immediately made an impact for us in the kicking game. He's a guy that's starting to really go ahead, you know, make some headway on defense for us. And Carter Coughlin, you know, he's another guy in that same boat. He's a high motor player. He's got some flexibility for us, Tom, as far as playing like an inside stack linebacker as well as on the edge right there. He does have some pass rush value, and he can also drop in or drop back to cover in some zone coverage or maybe match a running back or a tight end and man to man right there. So these are both young guys that are developing. We've seen a lot of improvement from these guys. And really, if you kind of look across the board, all the young guys we're playing with, and again, there's no excuses. We're not alluding to that. But you know, the first part of the season kind of replicating what they would have had in preseason of getting their feet wet to the NFL, learning the speed of the game, and learning how the operation is different from what they're used to in college, we're starting to see a lot more production from all these guys on a raised level of play. I think TJ Brunson is another guy to highlight right there. You know, that's his second game playing. You know, he goes down there in the kicking units. He's making tackles every game. He's doing a good job holding up in the return game. So there's a lot of guys that are making a lot of improvement. Now, we've seen it in practice throughout the time, but now it's starting to become, you know, to fruition in games, which is good for them to see. But I see a lot of improvement, especially from these young guys across the board. Last one here, Pat Leonard. Hey, Joe, just to set the scene for today, you know, how did it go for you guys? How involved were you on the phone compared to Dave and the personnel department were you guys in the same room were you not allowed to be you know how did, how did you guys work at all I think the thing that naturally happens with these moves I don't care if it's you know trades free agency draft whatever it may be is you know it's a small league but everyone has kind of has their own connections so it may be a deal you feel to call because someone's reaching out and they ask you something hey then I'll go ahead and bounce it off Dave or he may ask my opinion on a player uh, that I may have worked with before something of that nature to be honest with you, we're a lot more active in taking calls than we were in making calls today, to be honest with you. We had a lot of people calling about our guys. And, you know, obviously we're going to have conversations, you know, throughout the organization about anything. That's our responsibility to do our due diligence and make sure we're always doing the best thing for the team. Uh, today was really kind of a busier day with people calling us and just having some internal conversations more so than, you know, being so overly active in that. You know, like no single room that you guys were in, just kind of doing your own thing and reaching out to each other as need be kind of? 
Uh, yeah, there was a lot of times we were in the same room having conversations. Uh, this isn't like the draft where there's a war room or something of that nature. This is just more or less, you know, if someone calls you up, you walk down to the other guy's office and you kind of just have a quick exchange right there. It may be involving different guys in the organizations or different coaches. Um, what you find in times like this is there's a lot of communication throughout the league with different people they're familiar with. So yeah. you're kind of talking as an organization in different avenues. Ultimately, it comes down to a few guys talking in a room, making decisions, then moving on.